I think that alongside from the knowledge, it's also going out and doing it. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Trevor McGregor. Trevor is a real estate results coach. I've been paying him and working with him for years now. He actually is responsible for giving me the idea to do a podcast. So it's not only about transactions that he gives advice on how to find more deals, how to make more money, but also how to build a holistic plan around your real estate entrepreneurship endeavors. That's what I love about working with Trevor, that and being held accountable for what I say I'm going to do and actually making sure that I follow through and do it. I feel like I'm a pretty results-oriented, accountable kind of person, but it's always nice to have someone who's there guiding you along the way and giving you strategy as well as psychology tips for how to deal with you know the things that come up as a real estate entrepreneur. Trevor has made a wonderful offer for the best ever listeners, and that is that he's offering a free coaching session Go to coachwithtrevor.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-W-I-T-H-T-R-E-V-O-R.com. Highly recommend them. I've worked with them before. I'm currently working with them right now as my business, as my real estate investing coach. Highly recommend you do the same. Take them up on his offer. Get a free coaching session. Coachwithtrevor.com. Hi, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I hope you're having a wonderful week. Uh, we've spoken to, on the show, if you're a first-time listener, we've spoken to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and many other successful real estate professionals. And with us today, we've got Michelle Wong. How you doing, Michelle? Great. How are you, Joe? Doing well. Thanks a lot, and excited to get into it. Michelle is uh, the CEO of The Wim Group which is focused on single family and commercial real estate conversions and large renovations and development across all the U.S. She's based in New York City, New York, and they've done about $5 million of total transactions over the last 12 months. With that being said, uh, Michelle, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on? Well, my background is... well. I started my background in the medical field for 11 years. I was doing basically billing and collections. And uh, I had a big passion for real estate. Basically in the past uh, two years, I transitioned into real estate um, and I haven't looked back since. Basically, I'm just very passionate about real estate altogether from the, the developing and the architecture to the actual building to the selling and connecting with uh, the buyers as well. So it's, it's been an interesting ride. What, what, were you, what were you doing before this? I was in the medical field for 11 years doing uh, billing and collections. All right. So 11 years doing billing and collections in the medical field. And now your, what are your responsibilities now? My responsibilities now in real estate is basically from, uh, I'm basically in charge of everything from business administration to marketing, to networking and uh, going out and, collaborating with other investors and working with architects and so forth. So it's a, I'm I'm a Jill of all trades. So I'm, I'm basically all over the place constantly. How, so, so let's, I have a lot of questions within that sphere. 
mainly around how do you learn that uh, after being in the billing collections you know role in a medical industry. But let's get to that in a second. Let, I, I think what would be good for some context to frame the the conversation would be a deal or two that you and your team have done. So what what's a typical deal that you've done? A typical deal that we've done is, well, we we worked on a small building. Um, it's actually in New Jersey, uh, Union City. And that one we acquired through lead generation. So we basically sent out some letters to a couple of sellers. And uh, through all of that, we followed up with one particular owner that was having issues and we connected with them. And from there, we, you know, we were able to um, negotiate with the seller and tell them, listen, we can help you out. And these are the options that we can give you. And, you know, everything kind of like fell in place with that. Um, We also had um, another another owner also in New Jersey they were having a situation with their, with their home. It's more financial. And, uh, we connected with them as well. And, you know, it's basically, it's, uh, being personable with, with the sellers that you, that you deal with, um, you know, from sending out a letter to following up and making those connections with them, letting them know that they're not by themselves and we're there to help them out. That's kind of helped us out as well. In regards to development, that was actually something that kind of fell in my lap. I was uh, working with a contracted developer that was starting out here in New York. And that person basically said, listen, I have something that's worthwhile. Why don't you come and take a look and see if it's something that will work for you? And it did. It worked very well. In fact, we're launching that event for it coming up next week. You know, it, it's something that I'm, I'm very proud of. You're launching an event for it? Yes. Yes. What, what do you mean by that? I work with multiple investors. Some of them are seasoned. Some of them are beginners. And one of the things that when I first started doing um, investing, it, I went to every education course there was and the the question was how do i get started how do i get into all of this you know they're telling me to to follow through do this do this do this but how do i physically go out and get started so i basically went out to networking events um i connected with a few people that um have been in the business for quite some time and i asked them to to shadow them to uh get mentored and from there, I just started to put the pieces together and, you know, I just went out and started to do it myself. And I've been connecting with people, collaborating, saying, you know, this, this is what I can offer. This is what I can do. And how can we work together and, you know, go forward with the project? So from that, from learning and doing all of that, I basically was able to now be able to help those investors, especially the ones that are trying to get the foot in their door, in the door and learn more of how to not only learn from it, but also be physically get started. So, you know, I'm presenting this, this development project and give those people the opportunity to invest as they learn. Got it. Okay. The, 
the I guess the the main question I have is you, you said you were working with a contractor developer, and he said, "Why don't you come and take a look to see if it works for you?" And then you said it did work for you. Mm-hmm. How did you know that? Because that that's amazing to me, and and props props to you. Because you know, it took me a, a year to identify if this development deal that I was working on. I don't know a year or two ago was worth anything and it, it, I spent a lot more time than I needed to on it and money and it was a learning experience but how how did you know if it worked for you well it it was a back and forth situation for a few months and uh, I went to the location I I ran the numbers basically did research on the area so I I did a little bit of homework before I jumped into it but at the same token, I said, you know, uh, let me just go forward and, and take the chance. It could have been a, a, a stupid move on, on my end. But I think that alongside from the knowledge, it's also going out and doing it because you never know, you know. And, and it's, it was just one of those things that I took a chance on and went forward and I lucked out. With the... So has it, you said you lucked out. So does that mean, has it been completed or, cause it's, I thought you were still raising money for it with this event that you're, you're uh, hosting. We're, we're, go- we're starting the construction part in the spring. Okay. Starting the, con- can you, so what is it? And can you tell us some of the numbers just so we have a, a better idea of what we're talking about? Sure. It's based out in Westchester. It's uh 54 acres of land. It's a combination of uh, residential and commercial units. So basically, residential is uh, 54 units and the commercial side is 20 units. On that 20 units, there's going to be a larger part where it's 4,000 square feet where it can fit an office building. And um, it's going to be a gated community in in that area, in uh, Cortland, actually. That's the area that we're. Um, we're doing this and it's a quiet uh, community. It's 15 minutes away from Peatskill. So it's, it's something that we're, like I said, I'm very excited. I also have another one coming up in Virginia, which is going to be later on in, in, um, in late spring where we're going to be doing the construction part on that one as well. With the 54 acres of land, it's a combo of residential 54 units that it's zoned for and 20 commercial. Mm-hmm. What did you pay for it? $1.5 million because um, it's two parcels of land. One of them is 37 acres. The other one is, is 16 acres. So altogether, it's $1.5 million. And what, wh- where was that? Where did that money come from? That money came from a combination of uh, private money, hard money, and also from ourselves. Got it. And once that gets the land and then the cost to put the shovel in the ground and build it, where would that financing come from? The financing would come from, because we also have a partnership with private equity and that's from hedge funds as well. One of my associates partner, actually, he's with a uh, hedge fund company. So basically with him, he also 
connects with them on real estate opportunities. So that was the other place where we're getting the construction financing. Okay. So you got the, you got the money to buy the land through private money, hard money and yourselves. And then the financing part is coming from a hedge fund. Who's overseeing the process is the, the contractor, the general contractor developer who shared it with you in the deal and doing the development. Yes, we have a developer that is also sharing that with us. We have a general contractor and a developer. One of the other developers is a, is a company that is doing the joint venture with us. Mm. So he oversees the construction part of the project. Okay. Your, so your team's role was really... Uh, so, so the general contractor developer already probably uh, had the land. Is that correct? And then, so you're going in and, and buying the land from them or you're going in on a joint venture to partner, partner on it. Yeah. We're doing a joint venture and partnering on, on it. Okay. Got it. So they're, they're staying in the deal to do development. That's what they're bringing. And then your, your side's bringing the money pretty much, uh, and, and helping make, make the, Make make the cranes work through through the financing part, right? Yes. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, what when you look at this? Uh, how, how long ago was this conversation with the developer general contractor? The initial one. The initial one was um, back in, I would say, back in February. It was so about a year. After, yeah, so it's it, it was a, a year. It was something that he, like I said, he presented it to me. He said, you know, what do you think? And it was something that we were collaborating to, to work together and do a real estate development company. And from there, we just decided to do a, a joint venture. So it just kind of like transitioned into a great relationship. And now we're working together on multiple projects. When you look at that from your standpoint, what are the risks involved? There's a lot of risk. There's the risk that, you know, you make an anticipation and say, okay, this project is going to take X amount of time. It could backfire on you in a sense um, where the construction can, instead of being at a certain time that you said that you stated that it was, it doesn't pan out that way. Um, there can be changes, you know, internally within w- with the people that you're working with. There's a lot of risks, you know, overall. There's um, there's also a potential risk that the in, that the the person that you're doing the the partnership with, uh, especially if they have some type of uh, equity in in the project, they might back out and say, you know what, I don't want to do this. So there's there's a lot of risks involved. Yes. And are the returns to the, to the point where the uh, risks are outweighed by the potential reward? I I don't think so. Um, from from my standpoint, I've like like I said before, I've been very fortunate that everything has uh, gone accordingly. I've made a few mistakes along the way while getting to that point, but um, I think it's very rewarding. At the end of everything, after all this, the, the stress that you have to go through and monitor, 
monitoring everything that's going on and all of that, at the end of of the whole completion, it's very rewarding. Got it. So, so just to clarify, you're saying that the rewards do outweigh the risks that that you're taking, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Got it. Is that a model that you're uh, pursuing in other states? It sounds like you got something in Virginia or you're, you're, you're looking at it where you partner with developers, you bring in the money, and then you do a joint venture? Yes, that's exactly okay. what, we, what we do. And that's the same thing that we're doing right now in, um, in the southern states. Okay, interesting, interesting. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing that project with us. Oh, I haven't even asked you the money question. What's your best real estate investing advice ever, Michelle? The best advice that I can tell anybody is you have to have a positive mindset. You, even though, you know, for the the people that are trying to start out in this, um, they might hear a lot of negative things from the people around them. I say shut it out and just do what you need to do. Learn as much as you can, but also take action. Um, without action, you're not going to be able to follow through. I love it. One one follow-up question mm-hmm. on your business model. Have you all taken a development project through that type of joint venture from start to finish yet? The, the one in New Jersey, we have. Yes. Okay. And what was that one? That's the one in um, Union. In Union City? Mm-hmm. And what? How big was that one? Like I said, it wasn't. It wasn't large. It was small. It was more of a smaller project. Um, that one, it was actually a renovation. Okay, well, a renovation of what? Was it a, a apartment building or was it a single family house or? It was an apartment building. Okay. And what were the numbers on that one? That one, we got it for seven. I think it was seven hundred and twenty-five thousand. We negotiated with the owner. He was having financial issues, and we basically um, work with him um, with buying it out for seven hundred and twenty-five thousand. And after it, we basically were able to sell it for um, was one point two million. Great. How much did you put into it? Uh, we put in about a hundred and fifty thousand. And okay. uh, renovations. Cool. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Yes. All right. Well, first, a quick word from our best ever partners. Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations. Fist bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016. Best ever book you've read? Best book that I ever read was from uh, Napoleon Hill. And it's basically um, how to be rich. Basically anything with Napoleon Hill I've read. Okay. You would like Three Feet from Gold, which uh, is by the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Um, if you haven't read that one, I, I promise you, you'll, you'll enjoy it if you like Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. Best ever deal you've done? Best deal that I've done. I would have to say this development deal. 
for sure. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it? The best personal growth is basically I'm always learning. I'm always reading um, multiple books on how to help myself. This past year has been more than anything is a life changer. I've uh, had to look within myself and basically make certain changes. And what I mean by that is trying to step away from all the negative energy that's around me. So basically I had a transition out of that, um, especially when you're in this type of business, you always have to have a positive mindset. So I, that, that's been the most challenging and um, the most rewarding changes that I've done in, the, in this past year. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? I say that I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that I give the benefit of the doubt um, too quickly. And I've had some business partners in the beginning that didn't work out well. And now I'm a little bit more uh, cautious on that. And what's the best ever place the best ever listeners can reach you? They can reach me at um, my website, www.thewimgroup.com, or they can um, look for me at Facebook, thewimgroup.com. Michelle, thanks for being on the show and sharing your advice with the best ever listeners, talking about your company's business model, where you most recently are partnering with general contractors and developers, bringing in the money. They've got the plans and the vision and then you team up with them you joint venture and then you share in the profits as well as the risk i'm glad that you uh, walked us through some of the risks off top of your head really important to note those and you know uh, overall being able to scale your company through that business model has has gotten your team off um, on the uh, kind of a fast start that's for sure for starting your company in a relatively you know, short amount of time. So really interesting to hear that. Thanks so much for being on the show, sharing your advice, and hope you have the best ever day. Thank you, Joe, and great being on your show. Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations. Fist bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016.